Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. And this is... Welcome back, long-time listeners. How's it going, Shades? It's going well, Sketch. How about you? Yeah, it's going great. Going great. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, uh, thanks for joining us for another midstream in between locales. Yeah, just gonna take a break from uh, polishing polishing up the uh, vehicles in the in the garage. I had to take uh, a long shower after last week's episode. <laughs> it was just too grungy for you. Disgusting. You know, I'm just gonna stand Disgusting. by. I I love Dino Hatton. I love I, the I love the idea of Dino Hatton. I don't like the end result. I just of Dino I Hatton. love I just it's you know you're getting clean and dirty at the same time. I love it. Yeah, clean and dirty. <laughs> you're a real Koopa. Yep, that's that's me. That movie, Super Mario Brothers, the movie sketch. I'm gonna say I don't make as good a Mario as you do a Luigi. And, I make uh, a much better Luigi. I'm a, I'm a little resentful of that gut you gave me after in the episode art. Did I give you a gut? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I didn't intend to. I'm going to fold it up right now. I want to see it. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm overflowing the, uh, the overalls in places. Ely's noticed. Oh. Well, that was not my intention. It was, all, it was all the spaghetti I pounded during that episode. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I don't think... I trimmed you way down from Bob Hoskins. Oh, that's true. That is, that is very true. Yeah, because you know those, those are the two poses from the original movie poses. Yes, yes, I do. I, I noticed... Yeah, that it. Yes, that was so, uh, very fitting. I love yeah, it. No. I think it looks great. Yeah, and I do not think you have a gut at all. I'm a, I'm going to grow that stash. No, I don't I think, think you ever should. I think it's the perfect look for me. I did have to give you the stash, though, because it it's wasn't great pronounced stash. enough. In the One of the poster. things that didn't come up in the episode when I was listening back to it, that um, there just there just wasn't we did have the audio from um from the from our watch but it just wasn't uh riveting enough fun. i thought it wasn't, wasn't fun. fun yeah it wasn't fun but one of the things that we kept riffing on was uh bob hoskins mustache mm-hmm. kept changing throughout the shoot and i don't know if it was fake or if he was just trimming it and they shot it out of sequence but his his mustache the thing we kept harping on was his mustache kept changing shape long-term listeners know that you have a thing for mustaches i do yeah that's uh it's my middle yeah. name it has come up Shades multiple times in this stash podcast. between uh, Henry Cavill's digitally removed um, and Bob Hoskins. Inconsistent. His uh, su- inconsistent soup strainer. Yeah. So do you have any uh, like corrections you want to make for our Mario episode? I don't. You know, I stand by I my my take on that. There is something horrendous about that movie that I can't put my finger on that just mm-hmm has a, a soft spot in in my in my heart that leaves a, yeah. a warm fuzzy feeling yeah. yeah yet i recognize how god-awful bad it is sketch yeah. is there anything that you want to retract or no no i stand add? by my i stand by my um disgust <laughs> of of the general aesthetics of the movie i mean uh, and i and i also stand by my my big rave of the fact that i love that they were plumbers Yes. They were legitimately plumbing in that yes. movie. I I second that. And uh that's not enough to redeem it for me, but it, that was that was a real 
that was a real positive. I'll agree. And yeah. I will just add that since our rewatch and and working on that episode and getting it ready for for our LTLs, mm -hmm. I have been playing through my uh, NES collection. Nice. And uh, I started with Codename Viper, which I've talked about on the show a couple times, which is kind of like the first story driven game that uh, I ever played. And uh, I need to post this to the site, but I'll just read the the secret message that you uncover at the end of the game if that's okay, okay. yeah sure spoilers spoilers for codename viper 30 years in the making here our purpose is to control the whole world by drugs supply as much drugs to commander jones as special missions as possible and he will handle it never contact him even though he can be found at his home in beverly hills we must execute our top secret plan now pay attention to this matter skull and crossbones Perfect. It's always the drugs. It's always the drugs. It it's all comes down to drugs. That is such a 90s uh, video game thing. Do you remember yeah. in, in front of every arcade game? Oh, there yeah. was always the anti-drug oh, campaign. Yeah. Well, that was the big war on drug era. It was. Yeah. And uh, I've been playing through. Also, I beat original Super Mario Brothers. That was nice. very anticlimactic. And. Uh, but but also a good feeling. Um, well, one of the things we said in the episode, which on my listen through again, I was like, yeah, that's right. Me is that, you know, we've we've talked before about Hollywood's bias on video games and how they're for children and video games currently are for such a broad audience. Yes. But video games also have never been easier when they were like, quote, for children. They were really, so hard. really hard. I, I want to legitimately say it took me 30 years to beat Codename Viper and Super Mario Brothers, and I'm very close to being finished with Super Mario Brothers 2. Time well spent. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. feel so accomplished. Well, as long as we're talking about accomplishments, uh, I recommended in the Mario Brothers episode Subnautica. Yes. And I have since finished Subnautica. Oh, and, wow. Uh, it, it, uh, my, my recommendation holds up. It, it has a really fulfilling end. Did you have uh, a lot of fun with the Sequest DSV? I did. Oh, Fantastic. yeah. Oh, the Cyclops was flipping sweet. Very nice. A uh, little hard to control, but once you get the hand of it, hang of it, it's really useful. And uh, the story kind of wraps up really nicely and kind of epically. And uh, they're in they're in production of a sequel right oh, now. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. It's in maybe, open beta, but I'm going to wait for it to. Uh, maybe it will make its polished. way to PlayStation so I can play it. Uh, yeah, maybe it will. Last one was Xbox computer and, and Xbox. Only. Yeah. Yes. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. Maybe. Yeah. And also speaking of games, in the episode, we, we thought maybe there might be another Luigi's Mansion. And lo and behold. Now, with not, not only is there a sequel, but now at E3, Nintendo announced the third Luigi's third Mansion Luigi's will be coming Mansion, out yes. by the end of this year. Yep. With I Luigi will not be able to play it. Gooigi. Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a motif that's obviously been done before. I mean, right. um, the one I'm thinking of, the most is um, the Zelda game where you turn into a drawing and it lets yes. you like sneak into things. Um, but hey, it's cool. I, I love that Luigi's character has developed and he's he legit like has yes more character traits now than than Mario does. And 
I will second that and just say I am really hankering for a Luigi and Ghostbusters crossover. Yeah. Because uh, recently it was announced there is, I think the first issue actually dropped, there is a Ghostbusters Transformers crossover in which the Ecto-1 becomes a Transformer. Wow. Yeah, that is an, a GameStop exclusive figure that I simply cannot afford. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tell them about your recent accomplishments with 30 year old video games. And maybe I know, right? Maybe they'll give it to you. Maybe they'll send it our way. Hey, yeah. Nintendo, if you want to uh, want to become a sponsor or reward my uh, my my patronage of your vintage games and systems. I will happily. Will yeah, you'll happily get that right after I get I my accept. sequest. I know, numbers. right? LTLs, you're really. It's sketch. I mean, are you are you are you okay? Yeah, it's been I'm like patient. It's been, it's been like two years. Yeah, I'm patient. I don't, it's coming. I don't think they're coming. It's coming. You give up I, hope so easily. I, uh, you know, I do. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. But I guess that's it on Mario. I mean, I think we nailed it. I, I agree. And it was fun to revisit. And I don't think I need to revisit that movie again. Oh, no, you're done. Yeah, I think I'm good. I think it's, I'm also done. Plus, I one. think. Yeah, I think I'm good. Done plus one. We'll, uh, maybe well, Nintendo will, will wade into the waters of live action movies at some point in the future. Well, they did just have uh, Detective Pikachu come out. Yes. I, That's a live I, action yes. Nintendo property. That is fair. Yeah. I was, so. I, I meant Mario. Yes. We'll see. Yeah. Fingers crossed. We'll maybe. see. I will say, um, the, re-listening to that episode it was like eating way too much spaghetti and meatballs like the indigestion that you have from eating too much spaghetti and meatballs yeah that was the whole movie it was the whole movie the whole experience if if you like that heavy sluggish feeling if you're somewhere between satisfied and and vomit if your movie (laughs) begins in the sewers of 1990s new york and then only gets grosser from there. You got a problem. <laughs> that is that is fair. And um, that's the last thing I'll say about that movie. Great. That, I think that's a great segue to uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about for this week. Sure. Is uh, Dark X Men: The Dark Phoenix mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. the uh, the least successful, the lowest ranked Whoa. of all the X Men movies. Whoa. And uh, yeah. Fans are not liking it. And uh, I posted this to the Facebook page. Simon Kinberg, the director of that movie, is taking full responsibility. Nice. Uh, it's grossed a unimpressive $33 million domestically. I think that sounds good, but I think the movie probably cost something like $100 million. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it did. It cost it cost $100 million to make. Oh, okay. Uh, so little, and Simon Kinberg says, it clearly is a movie that didn't connect with audiences that didn't see it it didn't connect enough with the audiences that did see it and so that's on me end quote and yes i think that's awesome i think that's amazing in an era when the first thing that filmmakers do when their movies don't resonate the way that they hoped or they don't gross enough money the first thing they do is blame toxic fandom Mm -hmm. um, or trolls 
And I'm not dismissing the behavior of trolls. I 100% uh, am disgusted by that behavior when um, people just trash movies for no reason because they feel somehow cheated or aggrieved. But uh, full disclosure, when your movie doesn't resonate with your fan base, don't blame the fans. And I think this is amazing that in the age of the trolls destroyed this, oh, the haters destroyed that, oh, um... Uh, sad fanboys in their basements don't you know don't respect this or you know sabotaged our movie this was so refreshing i haven't seen dark phoenix yet but the fact that the director got out in front of this and said hey i made a bad movie that didn't resonate with people sorry yeah just taking i love a little that. personal responsibility i mean he's he was the leader. He was the head artist in charge of the thing. So it's nice to see, uh, nice to hear that uh, there are still like responsible creators out there who can yeah. recognize when something is a swing and a miss. Yeah. I mean, and you can... uh, I also didn't see it. I had no interest in it. Um, I, I, I haven't seen an X-Men movie in a while. Um, that universe really hasn't ever really brought me in. But the trailers to this one didn't like make me go, Oh, now this is one I want to see. Right. And, um, the, the movie was also hamstrung by the fact that the, they in, so in the interim of the movie being made and released, Disney bought Fox. Oh, right. Yeah. And, uh, Disney decided that the Phoenix powers looked a little too closely like, captain marvel powers mm-hmm. and so they altered the phoenix force and made it more cosmic oh. and that was you know for fans of jean gray and her story and the phoenix just didn't they weren't excited by it um, isn't that funny wouldn't you think it would go the opposite way you would think so that the phoenix would get the more fire powers and captain marvel would get more of the cosmic powers yeah if I mean, they're gonna uh, if they're gonna tweak stuff yeah i think you know and, and, you know, that's fair for Disney. I think, you know, they had two female-driven narratives um, with similar powers. Uh, I mean, I can't fault Disney for saying, like, hey, make this tweak. Mm-hmm. It's a business decision. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I understand it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it seems to have hurt Dark Phoenix um, just in terms of fans who wanted to see that story play out on screen uh you had talked about maybe doing fast and furious watching the first one watching the last one and then explaining to me everything that happened in between yeah i think that might be fun to do with the x-men franchise watch the first one watch the last one and then i explain everything that happened in between to you i did enjoy the first one way back in the day yeah and did you see um days of future past no. Did you Did see Logan? See oh, yeah, I saw Logan. Loved Logan. Okay, yeah, so... Logan was flipping great. And Logan is the end of this universe, even yeah. though Dark Phoenix is the last movie, so... Chronologically, it's last. Chronologically, it's last. So you've, yeah. you've seen the first, you've seen the last. Maybe we'll watch this, and I can explain everything else that happened in between. Well, I'll tell you this. I still don't have an interest in this movie, but I respect it a whole lot more hearing what the director said. Sure. So I'm willing to watch it because of that. Okay. I like that. Yeah. 
Sketch, anything you want to that you saw happen this week in, in the multiverse that you want to talk about? Um, I have been seeing promos for History Channel's Car Week that starts July 7th. Do you we know are, what they're doing this this year? I do not. Uh, the Hoff and Kit are back together, and they're <gasps> going to be racing other, uh, you know, iconic vehicles from the 80s. Excuse me? Yeah. Wait, yeah. Just so I'm clear. Mm-hmm. David Hasselhoff yeah. is going to be driving a kit replica. How it looks on the previews, yeah. Is yeah. William Daniels voicing kit? Well, he says something in the in the promo. Oh now, my god. I Take don't know my money. if I don't so, know if I need a cable uh, subscription right now. You might be able to watch it online. Who oh knows? my god. If it's one of those things. So like Kit's going to race the A-Team van or yep. like yeah, that the, was one the of Mystery them. Machine or the Ecto-1 or the Batmobile or something like that. I, the ones I know that I saw in the promo were the A-Team van and the, um, what is it, Chips with the motorcycles? Oh, yeah, Chips. Yeah. Yep. And what about Street was, Hawk? Uh, Is he going to race Street Hawk? It was a very quick clip. That's Very amazing. Quick. Oh, sign me up for that sketch. Yeah. So that'd be we'll a fun to, Patreon uh, episode. We'll have to uh, check that out when that comes out. What do you think? That'd be a pretty fun Patreon episode. Yeah, sure. Cool. I'm just excited to see the Hoff again. I mean, I and, he, ex- and he's leaning into it. He's that's that's what I mean. It. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. still touring with the car. Yeah. I recently saw um, Ted 2 um, on television. Is that, is that the teddy bear? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. There's a scene where he walks into a panel with with Kit and David Hasselhoff, and it's just Seth MacFarlane also voicing Kit. Oh, really? But, uh, yeah, so that was oh, kind of funny. a letdown, but the scene was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. I'll have to YouTube that. It's a, yeah, you can find the, the clip on YouTube. Yeah. I would say that's probably the best part of the movie, <laughs> so just watch the clip. <laughs> But other than other than that, I think it's been a pretty light, uh, a light uh, geeking out week. Well, I'll just say I've been bouncing a lot of audio this week, so I've been catching up on stuff. I watched Jessica Jones season three, mm-hmm. and uh, it, I will say, you know, it kind of goes out on a whimper. Um, it seems like their budget was really reduced, yeah, um, from where the season started out and where it ended up. And that was disappointing, um, but it was fun. It was some closure because this is a show that was canceled during production. Yeah. So they had a chance to at least address give, things. yeah, address some things and give closure. Um, there are some fun cameos, and uh, yeah, it's it's kind of sad to think of the universe that could have been and what was, and. Yeah, I think that's why it, it kind of fell off my radar was because the whole the whole universe was, has been canceled. And like right. in the back of my mind, I knew Jessica Jones was getting a season three, but uh, I honestly didn't even know it came out. Yeah, I, it literally just appeared in front of me while I was bouncing some audio. I had my Netflix open and, and it was the, the advertisement that they were running on the on yeah. the screen. So uh, I, I I did get into it. It was. Oh, I will I'll certainly a, watch it. I need, it was I need more, to see the end of it. It was a more gripping season, I think, than season two. Okay. Um, for me, I really didn't enjoy the narrative of the story in season two. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just found there were just too many moving parts, and this was a much more straightforward 
uh, more human story. Okay. Uh, even though there are significantly more uh, more emphasis placed on powered people and powers. Interesting. Um, so it was it was it was quick. You know, it came out on Friday, I think, and I watched it. I uh, finished it on Monday. Wow. So it was, uh, yeah, it's not, it didn't drag on for me. And it was, uh, it was fun, but it was sad. But, well, I'll uh, definitely check it out because I just finished Good Omens. And so I'm ready for. And that was the other watch. thing I watched. And wow, you texted me when you finished it and said, Great Omens. And man, I will. I will second that and just say I can't wait for us to really dig into that subject yeah, we, matter. Are we going to give it a full episode? I I think we have to. All right, let's give it a full episode. I, th- I think it deserves a full episode. I'm going to try and read the book. Guys, watch Good Omens. On Please, Amazon Prime, yeah. Because we'll be talking about it very soon. Yeah, and it is. I mean, just it's just so fun. All of the all of the different moving parts, all of the different characters, all of the performances are fantastic. I really enjoyed the the Witchfinder army. <laughs> I enjoyed the whole flipping thing from the, start to finish. Yeah. Uh, the you know Crowley and Aziraphale, David Tennant and Michael Sheen. I love them both. They're perfect. Um, They're perfect in it. They were so great. I love I love their story. And, and it's short. Uh, it's just six episodes. Six episodes, and I love that. Uh, you know, I won't spoil anything. Yeah, but no I just spoilers. Love that no it's six spoilers. episodes. Yeah and uh easily digestible yeah just really really great elise and i killed that in like a week we watched an episode a night and or two episodes a night sometimes and uh yeah it was fun it's quick it's satisfying there's a lot of rewatchability yeah i am interested uh, to watch it again actually i just love the message um for like religion and politics and like don't don't let your like best or worst belief quality feature define you that yeah uh, for those of you that don't know uh good omens it's a a book written by uh neil gaiman and um it's actually a co-authored work blanking on the other author embarrassing yes it is i don't know books I originally didn't know it was a book. Readings for chumps. Uh, Good Omens, the nice and good, nice and accurate prophecies of Agnes Nutter is the actual title of the books. It's uh, Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. There you go. There it is. Thank you. And yeah, it's fantastic. Just that that at the crux of this story is that there's you've got an angel and a demon and they're best friends. Mm -hmm. It's just that's just fun. And we'll get into it. We will. On a full episode. Yeah. That'll be a fun art to make. Sketch, uh, anything else you want to talk about before we get into this uh, listener feedback? No, I think we should unpack it. Okay. So, um, guys, we we've, uh, we say this all the time. Guys, gals, long-time listeners, this, this is a conversation that we're having here. Way, way back in our intro episode, almost two years ago. Um yeah, almost two years ago, Sketch. I think it has been two years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 2017, uh, July 2017. Oh, it was July. Okay. It was July, yeah. Very close. Very, Very close. close to our, uh, yeah. Can't believe it. I know, right? Yikes. You've had to deal with me for two whole years. Only on air. I've had to deal on with air. you much longer than I know, that. Like, 
Um, but longtime listener Alex has written in about our Endgame episode and some of the things we said, particularly about Captain Marvel and the construction of the story, as well as um, something I said in the episode that I'd just like to quickly address right now sure. about uh, longtime listener uh, Alex writes in and says uh, that uh, I made the claim that a bold claim uh, that none of the Avengers will be in a uh, team up. None of the original Avengers will appear in a team-up movie again. Mm -hmm. And uh, just to clarify that point, they the version one Avengers, let's call them, of Hulk, Iron Man, Steve Rogers, Captain America, Hawkeye, Black Widow, Thor. am I forgetting? And Thor will not appear in an Avengers team-up movie together again. Hawkeye is uh, going to appear in a Disney Plus series. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, or now Captain America and Winter Soldier, are going to appear in a Disney Plus series. Scarlet Witch and uh, Vision have a series. Black Widow has a prequel movie coming out. Seems like Chris Helmsworth is chomping at the bit to stick around as Thor. He's really found a new affinity for that character since Thor Ragnarok is having a lot of fun with it again. So I, I would bet dollars to donuts that he will at least have a cameo in guardians of the galaxy volume three i think that's a safe bet um but they will not be appearing uh in the the form that we have known them right and that's yeah. what they're and I, and I agreed with you and 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 i'm glad you're clearing that up because yeah, uh, yeah you're not gonna see those six as those six any longer yeah, and, and you'll, uh, you'll you'll any anything's game for seeing anybody anytime ever again. Of course, sure. Could they time travel again and Robert Downey Jr. Sure. is in a scene? Sure. Yeah, or Absolutely. Steve Rogers, you know, Chris, uh, Chris, uh, God, Hemsworth? Chris is no, uh, Cap. Oh, uh, Chris Evans. Chris Evans, thank you. I was going to say Chris Pine, and I knew that wasn't right. Yeah, that's DC. Um, and also Star Trek. Star um, Trek. Yeah. Might we see Steve Rogers, Captain America again? Sure. Might they appear on screen together? Sure. But just in terms of uh, Avengers Assemble suiting up in the present timeline. I mean, uh, the Russos have said that and Kevin Feige has said that, that that was their swan song. Um, and yeah. And that basically they can't afford them anymore. These characters want to do other things with their careers. Um and they just can't afford to pay them the, the money to, to continue to play those parts. They want to do yeah. other things. Which is fair. Yep. Which is and fair. Uh, I, will, I will try and find... I'm pretty sure I posted that to the Facebook page, and I'll try and repost that or find the link to it and put it out there. But uh, just to clarify on that point. But Sketch, Alex, yeah. further, I think, takes you to task sure. specifically on, on some of the things that you said about Captain Marvel... Okay. Um, and I think the the first of these three points mm -hmm. uh, is that we made her out to seem particularly useless, mm -hmm. uh, particularly that Alex's point is that she is the only way Tony and Nebula could have been saved. Who else could have done it? OK, sure. I mean, uh, I'll hear that, but. Only because they wrote in that they needed to be saved. Like, I would have been totally fine if Tony and Nebula limped that ship home and it was just a race against time to see if their their tech savviness could get them home. Um, 
I don't know. It, it almost seemed like that that whole sequence was made for the trailer so that you can get the whole Tony floating in space thing looking hopeless. Um, but yeah, I, I, the way it was written, yes, Captain Marvel had to pick them up and bring them home. I guess yeah. I just wish it was written that Tony and Nebula figured it out on their own. Uh, and I'll, I'll just say uh, more uh, esoterically, I, I haven't seen in store as a storytelling device something that is that only Captain Marvel can do something that and I, you know so Thor could fly off into space or, or like another and save them or another thing we said was around the Hulk that uh, Hulk could have stopped Thanos's snap instead of of Captain Marvel and sure. and I'm I guess my all I was getting at is that um it would have been great to see Something that Ca- only she Carol, could bring to the table. That only she could bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and just one of the things that uh, we didn't talk about in our Endgame episode that I th- thought of later was this is the first time Carol's been back to Earth, presumably. Maybe not. Uh, I'm yep. sure we'll find out in Captain Marvel 2 that she's been back sooner. But uh, what happened to, to Rambo and her surrogate daughter, well, like that whole story, like, were they snapped out of existence? Were they that was another thing I was thinking? And that's that's just like a, a, a victim of the fact that Endgame was shot before Captain Marvel was filmed. So they didn't have those actors. Right. Um, but that was a huge. You know, how do we not address in that movie that? There's this relationship. Did they survive? Did they not survive? And that's something that again i'll come back to with the russos is for uh, and marvel overall we've been saying this with a lot of these movies that the interconnectedness of these universes are are not as seamless and interconnected as they used to be and that for me was a glaring thing that they're just just didn't organically come up in the episode that would have been far more compelling to me like what's carol's stake in all of this well the other uh what's the other thing that that Alex brings up is that, um, you know, we had a hard time believing that Carol has this job of uh, policing the galaxy and and helping all these other worlds. Right. Yes. And and that's but that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Based on her movie, there was nothing that made me think, okay, now she's now she's the guardian of this sector of the universe sure or whatever but what her movie did deposit was once she helps the scrolls find their home she's probably going to come back to see rambo and her daughter and right you know piece together her memory or she's going to stay out in space and push back the kree right she but is I didn't get that she's going to be the guardian of other yeah. worlds exactly and she's she the also thin line between the universe and the kree she's literally the only thing fighting them right or, or that it, can it, fight them and if that was the line, okay, I get it. I'm hey, guys, board. I'm the only thing standing between Earth and a full-on invasion by the Kree. Oh, 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 shit. Boom. Okay, yeah, I go do that. that. Go do that. And the <laughs> fact that she says, um, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm protecting these thousand other worlds, but Earth has you. Okay, but we we've seen your movie, Captain Marvel. We've seen Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, we know the thing that Humans on Earth are garbage and worthless. <laughs> like there, there are heroes 
in the universe. We we've seen that established. She said that line and it was like, well, you Earth is in good hands because of you guys, but the universe has no one else. But we've right. seen so many other yes. heroes and organizations and governments that can also do it. So so for me, that point was just again, like you said, it was it was written before her movie was was finished. If it had just been tweaked to be, you know, pushed, keeping the, the, like you said, the thin line between a Cree invasion or something along those lines. And that's, and that's where I'll say like that, that's something that could have been easily addressed in reshoots. Yeah. Just put her in the costume, put her on a green screen, have her deliver the line and superimpose her over that scene where it was being delivered. Yep. Fixed. Yep. I mean, it's, and that's. I kind of tongue in cheek said in the episode classic Russo's and, and I'm going to stand on that. I, yeah. I don't think they're particularly good storytellers They're They seem to be great at managing these epic large cast um, events mm-hmm. and they, they certainly have a style. I'm not a fan of it. I don't, I, they don't strike me uh, my palate for what I like in a story as, as good storytellers. And uh, that's just an example. of it. So for me, it's it's more of just the story falling down and the development of our character. Yeah. Our first episode was Wonder Woman. Um, give give me a story like that for Carol. Give me a story where I, I see how inspirational she is, how how on, only she can do this because of her character, her moral fortitude her inner strength um give me hey, that story hey shades yes hey shades yes they did give you that story with black widow and nebula well ex- exactly yes and yeah and i'm really glad that that came out in our episode orga- organically because that's not something we talked about by before going into it right the yes Black Widow and Nebula were the heroes of that movie. And why aren't we still why are we still not talking about that? Yeah, they were so much more impactful. So uh, just in terms of a storytelling device, Alex, thank you so much for writing in. Um, I hope we've addressed your questions and uh, please feel free to write back in if we haven't. Um, And uh, longtime listeners. Uh, right into the show if you have something that uh, that you think maybe we glossed over or we weren't fair to um, and and we will address that on air as we do um, I'll, so hopefully i'll say one last thing about captain marvel no oh, okay move on. Sure. and alex I, I absolutely appreciate you writing in i i do have to stand by me thinking that she was not used appropriately in the movie and here's how it felt to me it felt like Leaving the Force Awakens on Ray <laughs> handing the lightsaber to Luke. That was Captain Marvel's movie. And then the way she was used in Endgame was Luke in Last Jedi tossing it over the shoulder. Like, oh, you think this was important? It's really not that important. Oh, wow. It always comes back to Last Jedi. Sketch. It always comes back to Last Jedi. It does. But that's what it was. She was she was billed as a. You know. She was billed as the magic bullet the, that the was magic going to do bullet this. that was going to deal with Thanos. And uh, spoilers, did, did she help? Yes, absolutely. 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 She helped. Did she help in a way that no one else could have? That's where I go. Mm, I don't think she was written 
that well. That it was unmistakable that you needed Captain America. I mean, Captain Marvel. Back. Captain Marvel. And I, I'll just, you know, flip this with only Tony Stark could have gotten the stones away from Thanos in the way that he did. Yeah. No one was strong enough to pry the glove off of his hand. No one was strong enough to pull, like, to, to hold the stones and master them, even though I have, like, way more questions. Like, how... Sketch, how do we not talk about this? How the fuck did Hawkeye just, like, run through the... Just runs a gauntlet. Runs Literally, a gauntlet. he runs a gauntlet with yes, the gauntlet. with the gauntlet under his arm. Like, yep. we... Star-Lord could barely hold the Power Stone. How is he just, like, holding onto the glove and not incinerated instantly? I don't know. Classic Russos. But, uh, yeah. I will just end my my little piece here with I I wanted something that only Captain Marvel could have done. Only Carol could have done because she's Carol Danvers. Yep. Yep. It felt like that was missing to me. I agree. So uh, just thanks again for writing in, Alex. And uh, thanks for being a longtime listener. Yeah, absolutely. And I like the back and forth. I do, too. I like the back and forth. And uh, I love the the longtime listener John sent in a, a meme for uh, our Mario Brothers episode with um, Trevor, um, Sypha, and uh, Alucard from uh, Castlevania that said yeah. "Squad Goals" in uh. response to to Mario Brothers of Mario, Peach, and Luigi. And I I can't agree more. Uh, you know that that dynamic was certainly lacking from Mario. So uh, thanks for sending in that meme. Thanks, longtime listeners. Yeah. We literally couldn't do it without you. We could not. Uh, we would just be sitting in a room talking uh, to ourselves. Like we have been for years. Yeah. <laughs> Sketch, uh, where are we going next week? Guys, next week, we are finally talking about a property that we've never talked about before ever on Geeking Out with Shades and Sketch. <laughs> Is this our third episode sketch? Uh, this is our. It is. Yes, fact, third episode. Third, this will be the third episode. The Teen Titans. Go! But this time we are talking specifically the DC streaming services Titans series. Yes. Fuck Batman. That's the one. That's the um, one. Yeah. That should just be the name of the series sketch. The flagship show of the DC streaming uh universe season two in the can about to drop yep uh currently i guess that's yeah that's really the only place you can watch it at, yeah at this it time uh but we will be diving into that next week geeking out over all things titans as we are uh, as we are prone to do yeah so uh tune in uh next week fuck batman yeah <laughs> i can't get oh that. I, we should probably uh, say right now there will be strong language there yes yes but no spoilers space titties. no <laughs> oh boy yeah uh yeah. so if you are interested in keeping up with our uh topics then uh watch yourself the titans that's just it it's just called titans titans, just titans. the series on dc streaming Yes. Uh, if you and, like uh, that kind of world and if you like the Marvel Netflix rip universe, uh, you won't be disappointed. You will not be disappointed by by this series. And I, I would say all of the series, uh, I very much 
enjoyed uh, Doom Patrol and uh, uh, want some more Doom Patrol and uh, really saddened with the with Swamp Thing. I guess uh, Swamp Thing was the third live action series to premiere and uh, canceled very briefly after seven episodes. I need and, to start watching um, more on the DC streaming. I, yeah. I want to watch Young Justice next. Um, oh, Young Justice is fantastic. But uh, I'm also looking forward to the animated Harley Quinn uh, yes. show yeah, yeah. coming yep. out. So. Uh, but guys, we will talk about Titans all next things, week and all Titans. things DC streaming and all that good, good stuff. Another week about Dick Shades. We're always Grayson. it always comes back to Dick Grayson. Yep, you know yes. it. Yes. Hey, uh, thanks for podding with me, Sketch. Of course, as always. And, and thanks uh, again, longtime listeners, yeah, because you, uh, you gave us some good talking points this time. Yeah. And uh, we Should look we, forward uh, to hearing more. Fire up the engines and uh, we can't get make our way to. We cannot. We should honestly, at this point, just do a yearly Titans episode. It's like, sure, let's do it. What's going on with the Titans? What's going on in the Big T? Hey, well, next year uh, we're going to get Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go. It's happening. Oh yeah, that's right. I I forgot their way back for a hot second. Yeah, yeah. All right. Next time, Titans. See you next time. Fuck Batman. It's a great note to go out on. Perfect. (laughs) See ya.